0: So, in Pasha's Kisisa, so it's a very dramatic Pasha. Of course, the main part of the Pasha is the story of the Egel and Moshe breaking the Luchos and then praying for the Jewish people and then a reconciliation, which he then gets the second set of Luchos. Yom we get the thirteen mitzvot of So it's a very, very important uh, parasha. Now, some of it is very uh, puzzling, especially as part of the prayers and discussion. Between Moshe and Hashem, as, as, he, as he pleads for forgiveness, some and one of the verses there it says Hashem says to Moshe you will not be able to see my face for no person can see my face and live but I will place you in the cleft of the rock cover you with my hand until I pass I will remove my hand and you will see my back but my face will not be seen." So there's an emphasis there, God says to Moshe. This was like the greatest, it seems, a vision that Moshe had of Hashem himself, somehow getting to know Hashem. Sort of like a very personal way. He says, God says, "You will see my back, but not my face.'" And obviously, we, we don't believe God has a back or a face, because he doesn't have a, doesn't have any image, so it must be some kind of symbolic statement. So what is that symbolic statement? And um, Rashi says that what it refers to is the knot of Hashem's tefillin. That just like well, we wear tefillin, he wears tefillin. He says to Moshe, you cannot see the front, but you can see the back of my head, so to speak, you see the naft, the kesha of the tefillin. So that needs an explanation. Also, what does this metrash mean when it says that you will see the kesha of the tefillin? Okay. Now, the word tefillin, Word, what exactly does it come from? But there's a there's a place in in Sefer Bereshis where it seems that that, that uh, root, Palau pey Lamed is used, which is at the root of tiferet, pey Lamed So the pey is used when Yaakov meets Yosef. He says Re'efa lo filalti. What does that mean? I never thought I would see. I would see. So philalti means thought. I never thought. So it seems that the philal needs to think about something. Okay. So, uh, so then fill in is a noun form, which represents thoughts. Uh, means that the words which are written inside the tefillin and the scroll, when a person puts them on the tefillin, th- th- those ideas are supposed to be his thoughts. So the thoughts you're supposed to think of are inside the tefillin. So let's say we know in Atfil, we know what what things we write down in the pastures, Kaddish, Kriyach, Shema, Heshma, Heshma. We know that a lot of basic ideas, the idea of Hashem, Echad, and everything in Shema, Heshma, Heshma, Havaz Hashem, learning Torah, and then, of course, Yitzhia, Mitzvayim. So a lot of basic uh, Torah ideas are in the tefillin. So when the person puts on tefillin, he's supposed to think and make a commitment to these ideas that there's Hashem, Hashem is one, Hashem, uh, we're supposed to follow the Torah and the mitzvahs, Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim, so all these fundamental things Okay, so now, what's in Hashem's tefillin? What thoughts are there in Hashem's tefillin? In other words, what is Hashem focusing? The thoughts of the tefillin are the most important Jewish thoughts that we're supposed to think of. Okay, accepting Hashem and the Torah and the mitzvahs and Jewish history. So what is, what's in Hashem's tefillin? So the Gemara Brachas talks about it, a davav, and the Gemara says... Basically, in Shemst Tfillin, there's a lot of verses, psukim about how great the Jewish people are. Example: Yisrael uh, Yisrael. More quotes, a bunch of psukim where praising the Jewish people as being unique. Blessed Nation. So basically, the so-called Pashas, or the thoughts, which are in Hashem's Tefillin, have to do with the relationship that the Jewish people have with the Almighty. The thoughts in our are our connection to Hashem, the way we think of Him, Hashem's tefillin means the ideas that he thinks of about us. And it seems that he's thinking all about the beautiful things about the Jewish people. So, tefillin is nothing, nothing physical, it's an abstract thing. Thin, it means that thinks of Israel all the time and he knows that the Jewish people are special, and he has created a special relationship with them. Now, that of the means that we are connected together, tied together, in an unbreakable connection. Now, the word kesher, kesher, not is, has the same word as a sheker, so it's the opposite a lot of times in Hebrew you, you take letters and you arrange them one way and the letters could be arranged, it's the opposite so Shekha has an antonym Kesher Shekha is false Kesher is the absolute truth <clears throat> so Kesher has, has to, uh, is, that, is forever. Sheker <coughs> always collapses at some point. So when we say that the Jewish people have a Kesher in Ad and Hashem has a Kesher in Istfilin, that means that our ideas about Hashem very, very stable. It's unchanging. There's eternal loyalty between the Jewish people and Hashem. And the way we perceive Hashem, Shem half Verhafda's Hashem Torah. This idea of being eternally loyal, it's a Kesha, unbreakable, is in, this, in many places in Tehillim, this idea comes out. So for example, as a Pasuk, David Melech says, in Tehillim 56, Elohim, ahal al-dover, ahal al So say praise Elohim, for everything, I praise Hashem for everything. Now we know that is Midas Adin, divine justice, and Hashem is So what David is saying is that Jewish people say, whether I encounter Hashem's justice or His mercy, whichever way it is, how I will praise Him. I will praise Him for both the good and the bad that comes my way because I understand that all that God does for me is ultimately for the best. That's the, that's the root of our unshakable loyalty. <coughs> we know that when we sin and things go bad, we do tshuva and come closer to Hashem. So there's a radak Commentary and say for Yishaya 26, chapter 26, verse 17. He says that the Jewish people is compared to a woman in childbirth. When a woman's in childbirth, she screams from the pain. But that does not express her hatred for her husband. She reaches out to her husband, even though he's the cause of her pain he made her pregnant. So when the Jewish people suffer, we call out to our husband and master, a Hashem. We know that his love is there despite the pain. And we know that somehow he will get us out of this problem. So we are loyal. This is actually what Mordechai told Esther. Whatever the problems are, eventually Hashem will take care of us. As a father has mercy, mercy on his child. Hashem has mercy on us. So we have a to of tefillin. We are completely ba- bound in an unbreakable knot of love to Hashem, and Hashem is. Is bound to us now. For example, in terms of our own times, we have seen the amazing loyalty and love of Amos Hashem because no other nation ever suffered so much in such a short time as we did in the Holocaust. Nevertheless, after that terrible episode, the Holocaust, the people of Jewish people returned to Torah and mitzvahs enthusiasm that hasn't been seen in many years. Today in Israel, there are many thousands of people learning Torah day and night, hundreds of thousands of Jewish children studying more Torah than any time in the last thousand years. And Shuva is very strong. More Torah books are published than ever before. This is our response to the Holocaust, the unbreakable bond to Hashem. Now, in the other direction, Hashem says in His Tefillin that the Jewish people are, for, are tremendous people which deserve tremendous praise. And we know that the Pasuk says in Vayikra 1616, 16, that God stays with the Jewish people even when we're not pure. God calls the Jewish people, my servants. Those who call them, my children. So, a servant who does a bad job could be fired, but a child is never abandoned by his father or mother. If we ever uh, get to uh, talk to Jewish prisoners, a prisoner, a Jew in the prison, so. You always discover that the most loyal people to him are his parents. Prisoner, a a lot of people abandon him. His associates, his friends, even his wife sometimes. But parents will never abandon the child. They will always say, my son is innocent. Or he did a crime, but he really wasn't so guilty. uh, They keep their loyalty to the child. This the is a a good parent, a Jewish parent. You always stay loyal. So Hashem is our parent with his children. Bonaheim. So that's why we know Hashem is always loyal to us, no matter how many mistakes or how many sins we do. A big that's the big argument between us and the Christians and the Muslims. Christians and the Muslims, they say because the Jews sinned so much God abandoned them and took other people instead the Christians say He took us and the Muslims say, he took them but we say, no, we say even though the tremendous sins Hashem is still loyal to us like a father is loyal our mother is loyal to a child it's an absolute love that He has Sometimes he has to punish us. The loving parent sometimes has to punish the child. But it doesn't mean that the parent is abandoning. No, the other way that the parent loves the child, that's what sometimes they have to punish. And uh, so actually there's a, a Jewish expression that the Chesidim Shebebists like to say. Instead of calling Jewish people, am Yisrael, they, 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 instead of the Hebrew, B'nei Israel, they say, Jewish children. Yiddish kinder. They call the Jewish people Jewish children. Every Jew is a child. Who is he a child of? He could be 80 years old. Who is he a child of? He's a child of Okay. so we uh, know So every Jew is a child. To say that we, they, they don't call the people of Israel or the Jewish people. They say the Jewish children. Jewish children is everybody. It's the children of Hashem. Right. So, so he the, and that's that's the root. Of his loyalty to us, no matter what bad things we might do, he stays loyal. And that's why we see today the state of Israel. State of Israel is not because we are the most uh, righteous generations, but he sees our tremendous loyalty after the Holocaust he stayed committed to be Jewish okay so such a loyal such loyal children I have to give him the big blessing because the country of Israel back after 1800 years so this is the Kesher. there's a Kesher with the Jew has is undivided eternal loyalty to Hashem and the Kesher of Hashem's tefillin is the loyalty which he has with us. Okay, so now, why did Moshe Rabbeinu be the one to discover this? That the Keshe of the Tefillin of Hashem is his absolute loyalty to the Jewish people no matter what. The reason is because when they did the Agel, Moshe comes down. So Moshe said, I have to do something to be... If the Jewish people are going to be destroyed because of the ego then I have to be destroyed also. I can't tolerate a situation where they'll be punished, maybe destroyed, and I'll survive and Hashem shall make a nation from you to, to replace them. It's intolerable. I can't I can't abandon my, my, my flock. So... He said, "You know what I'm going to do? I'll break the luchos. If I break the luchos, which is a terrible sin, so then I'll be punished with them. I'll do an equivalent sin. They with the golden can. And I'll break the luchos, which is maybe even worse. Because breaking the luchos means there's no Torah at all. Golden can the big avera. So what? that was in the lishma. To show that he's loyal to us. When he goes down, if, they, if the ship sinks, he sinks with them. He's not going to get off the hook. And what's interesting is that Rashi says, someplace right here in the passage, Rashi says, Yashikolach, Hashem says to Thank you for breaking them. That was good we thank you that yes, you broke them Hashem said, "Oh, I see that you're the right leader because you refused to abandon them you will go down with that shit so you broke the luchos that is that's the loyalty that uh, the Jewish leader has to have because that's my loyalty to the Jewish people also. Okay, so this is the main lesson of the the Pasha. The absolute loyalty of the Jewish people to stay with Hashem, and the absolute loyalty of Hashem to stay with the Jewish people, even though you live in a very, very tough situation, many challenges, many things which seem to be inexplicable, incomprehensible, very hard, very hard. Rockets so rackets from Gaza and Israel. From like a historical point of view. It's absurd. He left Israel for 1,800 years to come back and, and have rockets fired all the time Whatever, terrorist attacks. So it's hard, but we stay loyal. Hashem is has love for us. So, this is the miracles that we see. We see that after the whole continent of Europe try to destroy us in the Holocaust, how hundreds of millions of Arabs and their allies try to destroy us in the State of Israel. Nevertheless, the Jewish people survives and thrives, in becoming stronger daily. Torah, Mitzvahs, and the Vodah. This is the miracle of God, Hashem's hand protecting us despite everyone who's against us, whether they were Rome, Greece, Persia, Soviet Russia, Nazis Arabs we will continue to survive, not because we're strong, we are really very weak, but Hashem is very strong, and He protects us Okay, we take encouragement and pray for the day when we will only have goodness and the curses will end, and we trust in our Father in Heaven that Mashiach will soon arrive. The Jewish people will reap the fruits of its loyalty to Hashem, the Kesher of its Tefillin. We will see the full expression of his loyalty to us as expressed by the Kesher of his Tefillin. Actually, that's the holiday Poor The Jewish people, for a while, strayed. But when the crisis came, they stayed loyal. They, they came out with their big loyalty. They didn't bow down to the idol of Hama, no matter what. So, and that's, It has to her loyalty and modify his. So that's why we were able to, to get out of the power. And that's the holiday of the Jews of the Gauls, holiday for Jewish loyalty and Hashem loyalty.